0: The OC Bombers podcast is available worldwide and is heard on six continents and over 30 countries. Please subscribe and listen on your preferred podcast app and leave us a good review.
1: i very excited about this one, I think. Is my, um, am I leaning in okay?
0: You sound good. You really? look good. I look
1: good. Oh, always. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, we should be talking a little bit. Well, <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or we may, can or, do whatever we oh, want. It's our show, oh, right? This is true. Maybe we just get on with the thing and just say, hit it, Tori.
0: Welcome to the O.C. Bombers Podcast.
1: And now, here's Neil. Hi, hey, Scotty. How are you?
0: Excellent and exceptional. How are you doing, buddy?
1: Fantastic. Number 120. 120.
0: As yeah. in, the atomic number of unabanillium. What? A yet-to-be-discovered element.
1: You're just trying to oppress our NIST friends aren't you
0: <laughs> I was trying to I, I don't I'm not a scientist but I play one on the podcast so yeah. tell us
1: more about this uh, element 120. I
0: don't know all I could find was it's called unabenilium unabenilium
1: I am I'm not might even going there go Hannah banana had a banana.
0: Fan of fan of faux fam. I'm, I'm a
1: I'm a fa- I'm a fan of had a banana of uh, cartoons. By the way, the Flintstones and uh, Jetsons.
0: <laughs> well, I I don't understand why uh, they already know it's an element, but it's yet to be discovered. They already know it's out there. They just haven't found it yet. What the heck?
1: Uh, we'll have to ask people about this. Rob
0: Demio, yeah, please, please,
1: really. please help us. <laughs> Zanko, we need help.
0: Help us, <laughs> Neil. Do you know what today is? What is today? Besides being one of the best days ever,
1: what is that, Scotty?
0: Today is National Cocoa Day.
1: Ooh. Now, cocoa. Hot, That's pretty broad.
0: Hot and well known. Mm-hmm. Hot cocoa. Okay. Do you like the powder or do you like to make it from scratch? Yes. Or whatever? Yeah, <laughs> whatever, right? It's good. Americans often use hot chocolate and hot cocoa interchangeably, mm-hmm. sometimes yeah. causing a bit of confusion. There is a difference. Are you ready for this? I'm listening. Hot chocolate uses ground chocolate containing cocoa butter. Okay. Okay. Hot cocoa is made from cocoa powder. Big difference. What's the difference? I like butter. Butter. I like powder. I guess one's creamier. I don't know. But here's the big question. Yes. Marshmallows or whipped cream?
1: Yeah. You know, I'm I'm marshmallow. I'm team marshmallow. Uh, uh,
0: Apparently, (laughs) Kelly asked her first grade class this today. Oh, really? And all of them said both. Okay.
1: I like that class. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, Miss Montgomery, but they're thinking outside the box. <laughs> By the Come way, on, cream and marshmallow. Why not? Do, I love marshmallow. I love fluffing out fluff. and, fluff, and oh, fluff, fluff, fluff and fluff and. and, and we could trouble. have a oh. whole
0: episode on fluff. Oh,
1: fluff. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I was. I, I went to a coma for a second. Do you
0: remember the Mayans? <laughs> the who? The Mayans in uh, Central America. The Mayans? the Mayans. Oh, the Mayans. Yes, the I, Mayans. Remember, I remember
1: the Mayans, Neil. <laughs> Uh,
0: so, around 2,000 years ago, they created the first chocolate beverage.
1: You-hoo?
0: The you-hoo. What was it? They, they kind of missed it with the whole, uh, when was that, 2013? The whole world was going to explode. Yeah, that was, it. That was, to, it was yeah.
1: ending right there, right? So,
0: I don't put any faith in anything these uh, Mayans say anymore. But the
1: health benefits of cocoa. What are they, Scotty? Uh,
0: they have a significant amount of antioxidants that help prevent right. cancer. Who right. doesn't want that?
1: Exactly. I'm but not
0: I hey, I don't know if this can be backed up, but I'm pretty sure since we're saying it here, drink hot cocoa. You could be cancer free potentially.
1: I think that's a good that's good advice. You can't go wrong. I love hot cocoa.
0: And it's also uh known to help with indigestion. Ooh,
1: very nice. Now have you ever had spike hot cocoa with a little
0: Uh yeah. Uh, I didn't I didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday. <laughs>
1: um, will you go in there next
0: bailey's irish Cream. Oh, there you go <laughs> that is really good in your hot chocolate hot cocoa yeah. and also Ka-ching! butter schnapps say who butter
1: schnapps so it's, i don't know if I, I don't know if i had it's it's like a liquid alcoholic werther I think, I think i think bud bud's ears just parked up a little bit <laughs> butter schnapps is the best you just dump it in do, there. Did the Bud teach you how to do that, or that's No, no, no that, he
0: just taught me about the <laughs> bourbons. Okay, yeah. So, so there you go. Uh, butter schnapps and Bailey's Irish Cream. Give it a try okay. sometime. Oh, not, well. not both at the same time. I wouldn't say that. And if you're having hot cocoa, yeah, you have to be watching a Hallmark movie. Oh. A of Christmas course, movie
1: right? How many, I mean, is it they're all like first runs now between now and Christmas? Oh no,
0: there's a lot of repeats, but there's at least I think two new ones almost every night. I've only logged in hey. a couple okay. this year, but it's really good. I haven't had hot cocoa with it because we don't have yeah. Irish cream at the house yet.
1: We we have not we have not seen one yet, but I'm going to visit my mom over, over the holiday. I'll, oh, I'll, you're going to catch yeah. up? Yeah, sure. Why not? I That's heard I heard movie. Henry Winkles Henry in one.
0: Oh, I have not seen the Fonz. <laughs> If he goes, hey.
1: he, he he's kind of like the like the father-in-law or the uncle or something like that. Of course <laughs> he is, and
0: he might be Santa.
1: Ooh, Ooh. who knows?
0: All right, Neil,
1: <clears throat> you're excited about tonight, Scotty.
0: Yeah, it's 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 a big episode tonight. It's one of our Mount Rushmores,
1: and I I love our Mount he, Rushmores. He's tingling. I mean, he's he's just. I he walked in. There was i I'm just, like
0: Spider-Man. I'm a, tingling. A here. certain
1: energy in in, in his uh, in his step today. You may continue.
0: <laughs> so for this Mount Rushmore deal, <laughs> yes. We, uh, we went uh, back and forth on this a little bit, but we settled on we, we like music. Who me? <laughs> as as we know, we, we like music. We're going to do another musical one to close out the year. Our last Mount Rushmore of oh. 2021. Oh.
1: Oh. But they'll be back in 22, right?
0: Yes, they will.
1: Great. I, we don't want we don't want the crowd to get restless.
0: <laughs> no. So what we're going to do is our Mount Rushmore Rushmore. of bands with siblings. Brother, sister, whatever, but they're siblings. Siblings. Not necessarily a family band per se with mom and dad, but siblings.
1: Siblings. I think I got this. I hope so. You get nervous.
0: Yes, because you usually take what I say and then just go off and do whatever you want to anyway.
1: That's the story of my life. <laughs> um, Let's get into it, Neil. Yeah. Do you want me to go first? You want to go first? Omar, I think I usually go first. Why don't you go first this time?
0: Oh, my goodness. I can go first. It, it's a Christmas miracle. <laughs> All right, Neil. My first band. Everybody knows this band. Yes. I hope everybody loves this band. They've been up and down. It is the Bee Gees. Woo-hoo! The Brothers Gibb featuring Brothers Barry robin and maurice gibb known for their tight three-part harmonies when, when they first started it was robin's vibrato that was the hallmark right. of, of their songs. i started a jam <laughs> something like that and then barry's r&b falsetto came in in the 70s and that's when they really hit their heyday so everybody knows their big breakthrough now was, are you including
1: andy in this playing chess?
0: i will get to andy oh, okay I'm in sorry. a little bit uh one of kelly's favorites Andy Gibb. He's cute. But in 1977, it was the Saturday Night Fever soundtrack. Sure. I lived it. It was huge, and it enhanced disco scene into the mainstream appeal to the chagrin of people, like I guess, me. like Neil. <laughs> um, and they won five Grammys for Saturday oh, Night yeah, Fever. Phenomenal. But here you go. Here's some stats. I The Bee Gees it. sold over 120 million records worldwide. It could be 220 million. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they need an audit, which maybe
1: we could do. We
0: We we could could do it. I I, I, I go look at numbers. Scruffy, what's our rate for an audit? (laughs) (laughs) Uh,
1: OCB Accounting Services.
0: So most people know them from their 70s disco heyday, but... Not I. From 67 (laughs) to 69, they were internationally famous and they were huge. They had a Beatlesque esque r R&B type They're from down under. Is that correct, Scotty? um, (laughs) Yes, they are Australian, I believe... They also went to England where they hit it big. Yes. And that also gets confusing. There's a lot of artists either born in England that go to Australia and become big or back and forth. Okay. I don't want to go down that rabbit hole because I'm talking about the Bee Gees. Oh, nearly. sorry. <laughs> you have more. <laughs> but, but their early hits, Massachusetts, I'll To Love them. Somebody, right. Gotta Get a Message to You, I Started a Joke, all before the disco heyday. But then, of course, Brothers in a Band, What Happens? What Happens? tensions no. and they break up for a while then they get together in the 70s and then this disco thing starts happening and Barry realizes he can basically scream in falsetto right. on key and they're a big hit and then so big that at the height of their popularity yes people started hating them and there would be no Bee Gees days on radio just because they were everywhere i mean they had hits once all again the time. i lived it <laughs>
1: Well, I, I like, in retrospect, I love the Bee Gees album. You may continue. <laughs>
0: I did too. I liked the Bee Gees at the time because I liked all kinds of right. top 40 music. But then after their heyday in the early to mid 80s, they did, um they wrote Islands in the Stream for Dolly yeah, Parton and sure. uh, Kenny Rogers. Guilty with Barbara Streisand. They wrote the Grease title song. Yeah. Andy, before Andy. his untimely death in 1988, he was going to join the- He died the, in
1: 88? Yeah.
0: He was wow. gonna, he was gonna join the Bee Gees on stage. So there would have been four of them.
1: Yeah, it never happened. Wow.
0: That would have been awesome. But they've been inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Are, are, are you ready for their number one hits in the USA? I'm ready. Deep breath. Here we go, people. <laughs> How do you mend a broken heart? Jive talking. You should be dancing. How deep is your love? Staying alive. Night fever. Too much heaven. Tragedy and love you inside and out.
1: Wow. That, ladies and
0: gentlemen, is the Bee Gees.
1: Yeah, um, I'm, yeah. He's, um, what do you call it? Barry's the only one living right now.
0: Barry's the only one
1: left. Have you seen the documentary over HBO this past year? Yes, that HBO Bee Gees documentary is awesome. And secondly, just this past year, Barry has done a duet called Evergreen. Oh, an album with all all, duets. With with all the the Bee Gees hits, all his hits with current stars, all stars from country, pop, whatever. Mm -hmm. Fantastic. It'll be on the 2021 list, you know. Yeah, right. Start. Oh, I'm sure it will be. Ab- absolutely, yeah. no. I'm into it. It's good. Good. Nice job. Well, and and I a little, a little I, bit overboard with the stats. I'm. i You're gonna put me to shame. I'm gonna be done like in well, two that, minutes.
0: That's that's <laughs> my job. But I I just remember like the Bee Gees from the 70s, and then at. Uh, Somewhere in the teen years, it's like, wait a second, they were really popular
1: oh, before that. No, I had this. I was and all- that music <clears throat> is awesome too. See that to me once again. I was in the middle of that disco and I was anti disco. Just sure, you know, I, I was, I was um, breaking records and burning things. That was, that was anti disco. <laughs> but before that, the Bee Gees had some credibility. I knew that they mm-hmm. were, they, they were legit. And, uh, you know, I just
0: wonder, like a fan, an original right. fan of the Bee Gees that went look, on look, this tour.
1: Look up this. I, I want to re- watch this documentary on HBO, Robert Stigwood. Stigwood, is that his name? Yeah, Robert Stigwood. Right. He I, He's the guy that kind of made that little uh, turn. I'm, I'll, I'll get some more information on that in the next year. You'll we'll see. Okay. Very all right, good.
0: Neil, your turn. I love it.
1: Thank you. All right, number two. All right, number one.
0: Number one for you. Number one.
1: This goes back to my beginning. This is one of my, one of the, the one that made me a rock and roll animal, which would be the Almond Brothers.
0: Not the Almond brothers, but the
1: Almond brothers. Almond brothers, yes. That's yes. Dwayne Almond and Greg Almond. Now, Dwayne Almond, born in 1946, died in 1971.
0: Right, Tra- tragically, tragically. right? Tragically,
1: in, in a in a in a um in a motorcycle accident with with a truck, a, a, a peach truck, um at the age of 24. It didn't make it to the age of 27, which is a big kind of rock. That's, and roll. That's
0: a rock and roll stigma, right, right, right there. Yes. Yeah. It didn't make. I wonder. It, I wonder if Andy Gibb was 27. I don't know.
1: I mean, cool. And then Greg Almond, um. Um, born in nineteen forty-seven, he married Cher. He mar- married Cher, and uh, he died in two thousand seventeen. Um, so both were born in Nash in in, in Nashville, uh, Tennessee. Um, kind of got kind of got their kind of played together in, uh, in ar- around um, Georgia. Then they kind of split up, and Greg went out to L.A. and Dwayne went to um, Mus- Muscle Shows, Alabama, and was in all those records. A session player, guitar player. For like Aretha Franklin, um, all those kind of famous mm-hmm. uh like R&B R and yeah, of he, stuff. He was he was a session man and got got a pretty good reputation. Wasn't working out from there. Greg came back from LA, they and they ended up in Jacksonville, Florida. So they started to get they got this band together oh, in Jacksonville, oh, Jacksonville Florida. Jacksonville. Yeah, seriously, I used to, this could be the only good thing that came out <laughs> comes out of Jacksonville. Can I say that? A, you can, why not? Because I don't know what that demographic is in Jacksonville. Do we have people <laughs> listening in Jacksonville? Scruffy? <laughs> I mean No, no, you're good. Go <laughs> ahead. <blast laughs> them. Yeah. All right. So yay for, yay for the woman brothers coming out of Jacksonville, Florida. But all right. So anyway, so they, that's about, this is about 1969. And they kind of started out with the, as the Almond Joys. I don't know if you knew that.
0: Oh, trademark infringement.
1: And then they got, they became Hourglass. And then they kind of, um, hit their stride. They had a couple albums, hit their stride with a album called Live from the Fillmore Reese, which came out in 1971.
0: I listened to that on Spotify.
1: Very nice. How and about I, that? I, very good. And um, so that was kind of hit the stride, and they came and they came famous. Now, Dwayne, who died in '71, I don't know if you knew this, was a guitar aficionado. Of of course, he played on Derek. He played with um, on, uh, Derek and Adamos on Layla and the Session Man. Oh, and nice. in 2003, he was the number two. Number two. Greatest all guitar player of all time, right behind Jimi Hendrix. According to Neil. According to Rolling Stone magazine. Oh, okay. I thought I said that. So anyway, the, the You point, may
0: have. Am I paying attention? <laughs> yes. Sir.
1: But anyway, they really are my first rock and roll love, and I really kind of. And here's this. This is gonna be a theme and, that. And I, you bought their album. I bought their album, and and, and this is the kind of thing I'm gonna have. Like I always kind of like I felt I had to defend the Owen Brothers, and I'll I'll get this. Will see you'll see this in a second because when oh, I love the Omen Brothers from the beginning, and they were kind of a jam band and just a good R and B band, Southern but, Rock. But they were not Southern Rock. And when then <laughs> Leonard Skinner, which is a legit band, I love Leonard Skinner. But then with like the Molly Hatchets, the Outlaw was 38 special they got put in with them and i was like no and then people and then when people like say i love the only like put 38 special brothers in the same sentence i would want to kill them i shouldn't say that i want to punch them in the face (laughs) i shouldn't say that no i wanted i wanted i wanted to be nice to them
0: you wanted to but you still wanted to punch (laughs) them
1: exactly anyway because
0: i would think i would say yeah southern rock i but no i
1: but, but 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 yeah, but they're more they're just a good R and B band and they their guitar playing is just Dickie Betts, Warren Haynes, who went, went on to went on to more fame, Derek Trucks, who had all got their starting the Old Brothers, and it's just a good R and B band and started by Dwayne and Greg. Thank you. The Allman Brothers. All right, Neil, we're we're gonna take a
0: quick break, and when we come back, we're gonna finish up our Mount Rushmore yeah. of bands with siblings. You know and love Neil from the OCD podcast. Now he's taking his insult
1: comedy act to clubs across the country. Of course, I talk like an idiot. How else will you understand me? <laughs> I don't know what makes you stupid, but it works. You ain't funny. You suck. You what's really funny? You f- little piece of shit. You smell like a pile of dog bigger than this, you f- little stupid ass. Variety says that Neal is the number one up-and-coming insult comic in the world. Roses are red, violets are blue. I am pretty. What happened to you? <laughs> yeah, buddy. Keep rolling your eyes back. Perhaps you'll find your brain back there. You know what your problem is? You have diarrhea of the mouth, but constipation of the ideas. Hey, Jagoff. Get off the stage. You're horrible. Hey, is that your girlfriend or a pet pig? Oh honey, he's talking about me! Neil the Insult Comic! Coming soon to your town! You're like a Monday morning. Nobody likes you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're just going to come back. We're not going to talk about feedback. We don't care. We just want to get back yeah, to we don't care going. what we care about. We don't
0: care. Next week
1: we're talking about Mount Rushmore
0: stuff. That's important. Important things. Exactly. And we're back. Welcome back to the OC Bombers Podcast. We're available on all of your favorite podcasts. Padcast? What the heck's a padcast?
1: I don't know. Pad Thai? Pad (laughs) Thai? I love a good pad thai.
0: I do not. Okay, Neil, we're talking about our Mount Rushmore. Of, of bands with siblings, siblings, yes. siblings, siblings. My Sib- number two, it's my number turn, right? Number two, yes. Number two is, and I think you, you're you going to guess this for me. Okay. I think you could write it down right now. It is Van Halen. Yes. I have. Yeah, of course you had that for me, right? Formed in Pasadena, California, 1972. Pasadena. They are credited with, and you're going to have an issue with this quote, restoring hard rock to the forefront of the music scene.
1: Okay. Okay, good. <laughs> Whew, I'm glad we got by that.
0: I thought, I thought that was going to be half an wow. hour. I have to end it out. Good, good. Uh, originally known as Mammoth, they were known for what? their energetic dash? live shows and the virtuoso talent of Eddie Van Halen on lead guitar. Right. Of course, right? So the original lineup from uh, 74 to 85, Eddie Van Halen and his brother, Alex Van Alex, Halen on drums. On drums, right. And then vocalist David Lee Roth and bassist vocalist Michael Anthony. The uh, band was in- inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 2007. Okay. So a little cred there, right? In 85, David Lee Roth left the group yeah. and in came Sammy Hagar yeah. until about 96 David, or so. David,
1: bad career move. Oh. You make a
0: horrible <laughs> career move for him.
1: Good career move for Sammy. He looks horrible, by the way, David Lee Roth. I was...
0: Oh, he's not good. He's he's retired from singing. Thank goodness. Okay, yeah. Unquote, I think singing. I saw him
1: once it was not good.
0: Uh when Sammy joined the group, Alex Van Halen's quote was, We used to be a Volkswagen, and now we're a Porsche.
1: Ooh.
0: Basically, what it boils down to is once again that blood, that brother's blood there, mm-hmm. they were kind of volatile, besides being alcoholics. It was basically they had a strong sense of loyalty. It was the brothers all the way, and if they thought you betrayed them or were not being loyal to them or the band, really, you were out. Whether it was real or perceived, you were out, and it took a while to get back in.
1: That's really that's just the way. Kind of like were the wrong. Bombers. If you're if you're if 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 you badmouth Scott or Neil, done done out. <laughs> Goodbye, sir. I mean, is that true statement. Yes, okay. absolutely.
0: <laughs> okay, here you go. <laughs> Top twenty songs in the U.S. for Van Halen. Dance the Night Away, Pretty Woman, Jump, which was number uh-huh. one, I'll Wait, Panama, Why Can't This Be Love, When It's Love, Finish What You Started. Uh-huh. Van Halen, on my Mount Rushmore of bands with siblings. Woohoo! You don't care for the Van Halens.
1: I, I have a lot of respect for the Van Halens. I just It's not, it's not my bag, baby. All right. Anyway, on all to right, my number I'm, I'm two. I'm gonna go cry. Number two for Neil. All right. So I've been thinking about these Mount Rushmores in general, and I'm looking at my, all the time, right? And looking at my list and your list, and I have to admit, I have not really kind of opened up my eyes to be more diverse and in, in, in my thoughts and stuff like that. Most okay. of my like, I look at your list and my list, and I'm like, yeah, I should, I gotta, I gotta be more broad. So I was more broad in this wow. thought. So here's where I'm going with this the, for number two. Tell me where you're going, buddy. The chicks. Which is the chicks, Marty and Emily Irwin? Okay, so they started in. By the way, they, they were the Dixie Chicks was the original name, yes. which they started in Dallas in um, 1989. And do you know where they got their name from? Do you know where their name came from?
0: From the Little Feet song, Dixie by,
1: Chicken by Little George. That's very good. Yes. Now, just a little bit, a little, little uh, digress here for Dixie Chicken. I used to sing that to Lisa because Lisa came from Dix Hills, New York, and I was from Valley Stream, New York. So I used to sing, "If you be my Dix Hills chicken." I will be your Valley Stream man. Instead of Tennessee ham. Right. Neil, you are a genius. <laughs> okay, anyway, so, um, you might think that why does Neil like the chicks? Hey, why does Neil like the chicks? Well, cause I, well, first, so Lisa somehow got into him back in, in like in the Varied 90s. Very country. In the 200s. Yeah, and I was like, all right, I'm listening to it. I can listen to the Car. I can listen, she listens to my music. I listen to her music. It's like, okay, it's kind of country. Tap my foot. Then we went to go see him. It was like, wow. This is a good band and concert. They know how to, they put on a show, they play well, and wow. Mm-hmm. And then when that album came out of um, Taking the Long Way, which was produced by Rick Rubin once again. Oh, Rick
0: Rubin, one 2000s, of our favorite producers ever. That
1: album and that concert tour was unbelievable. I was hooked. They were just a talent, right? But they really didn't really hit their stride until about six year in like the late 90s when um Natalie Maines joined the group. And just recently last year, they came out with a 2020 release called The Gaslighter. Fantastic album. I just got a question for Natalie. What happened on the boat? The whole album has this thing about something happened on the something boat. Something on the boat? Uh,
0: not talking about Natalie Wood on the
1: boat. No, don't oh, know no, Something happened. I, I hope thought. not. But anyway, the chicks. Thank you. The chicks. I don't, yeah, have, I don't have. have all the stats like you do about like. Yeah, come on, hits. man. Like, who they're, who they're, everybody knows the chicks. <laughs>
0: All right, Neil, my number three. This band has made an appearance on another Mount Rushmore of ours of summer songs. Okay. The American band, The Beach Boys.
1: I had that one for you, too. Okay.
0: See? uh, Okay. So they started in 1961 in Hawthorne, California. So they had brothers, Brian, Dennis, and Carl Wilson. And then another relation, Mike Love. Right. And then the uh, talented friend, Al Jardine. Right. Who just has, I think, the biggest pumpkin head in the history (laughs) of music. I think that's a fact. Between 1960 and 2010, the group had 36 songs in the top 40 at any one time, most by any American band. Uh, One of your favorites, Rolling Stone, listed them as number 12 on the greatest artists of all time. Wow. Of course, they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in 1988. (laughs) Beautiful harmonies. Yeah,
1: the Beach Boys. I mean, solid.
0: those harmonies over rock music mm-hmm. and surf music—it's—it's—it it, sounds almost counterintuitive, but it's just beautiful. Brian beautiful. Wilson
1: is is a, a genius, but also, um, yeah, he's just a genius.
0: Number one hits. You'd think the Beach Boys would have f- more. Can we stop the podcast?
1: Can I go back to my number one hits and number one albums on my my list? Well, actually, my my my, my people don't have number one hits, so you may continue. Yeah, <laughs> there you go.
0: Number one hits. I get around. <laughs> Help Me, Rhonda, uh-huh. sung by Al Jardine, Good Vibrations, and then Kokomo. Their album Pet Sounds was influential you know, yeah, throughout absolutely. music. It spurred the Beatles on to make Sgt. Pepper's mm-hmm. uh, Lonely Hearts Club band album. Yeah. And Paul McCartney has said, God Only Knows by the Beach Boys is one of the greatest songs ever written. Love it. Just listen to it. It's it's just beautiful. So there we go. The Beach
1: Boys. Have you seen The Beach Boys at Concert?
0: No, I saw um, ah. brother-in-law Bill took me to see Brian Wilson and Al Jardine, Man. and they did the entire Pet Sounds album. I went see Brian.
1: I, didn't, I saw Brian Wilson separately with, with Tori um, OC, from OCBC Fame. Oh, did
0: he hit it? <laughs> yes,
1: and then, uh, but I did see the Beach Boys, and they would they would play like you know all the summer, like the uh, right. that Yes, yeah, over the air, Neil, number three. Number three. All right, this is going to go. Ready for this? The Finn Brothers. You're going to say who? So this is uh, Tim and Neil Finn oh, yeah. from Australia, another band from down under. Hmm. This band. What's was,
0: going on was down there.
1: there? This band was formed in 1985, but one a great year to start anything. Sure. That's the year I got married. That's the year I started dating Kelly. Well, here you go. Woo-hoo. 85. What a year. 1985. Give it up. <laughs> okay. So stay with me here. So this crowded house. The Finn brothers started out with a from a band called Split Ends. You know the band Split Ends. Now, yes, yes. Laura will probably remember Split Ends from the couple of hits called I Got You. My favorite Split Ends song is uh, Six Months in a Leaky Boat. You probably don't know that one. But anyway, so they were a band from like 75 to like 80, Split Ends. Mm-hmm. Then Tim was in Split Ends, Tim Finn, the older brother. Then he left that band. Neil Finn came in. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then Split Ends became Crowded House with Neil Finn and, 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 and members of Split Ends. Then... Tim came back into band of Crowded House.
0: I need I need a, a Venn diagram
1: <laughs> or a flow chart please. And in this is about 1990 that they got together. But in July of 1991, they came out with 48 minutes and 11 seconds of pure gold. The pure album, gold. Album called Woodface, okay? That, Woodface. Yeah. So, around that time and Does an, that
0: have Don't Dream It's Over on no, it? No,
1: that was in the early that was in then, the mid-80s. Yeah, yeah, then whatever. When you were talking, was I teasing you about your? I'm gonna go back I'm, these next things. I'm gonna come back and tease you. I let you go talk. Yeah, your,
0: you're off. you're you're yeah. You're off your game tonight. Go ahead. They are
1: still putting out solid music. I've listened to all their albums from '85 to 2021. The one just crowded came out. house. Crowded house. Yes. Wow.
0: And uh, their song. And one more, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, one more piece of th- information. Not only that, their sons and nephews—they got the Finn brothers. They're kind of doing all these collaborations and all this stuff going on over the last 20, 30 so years. So it's a so. real family band. Yes. Well, now, well, no, the the sons are now in the in, in in the current band when they tour.
0: I wish my son was an O C D C But anyway, no, no, I think my favorite Crowded House song is something so strong.
1: Oh, absolutely. Love, yeah, I love that. That is just a beautiful. Song. That's, off, that's, off, that's off. That's off. That's off. That's off Woodface. There you go.
0: Mm-hmm. The Finn Brothers, Crowded House. My number four. Number four. I think you have this for me as well. It's going to be ACDC. I did not have that no. one. <laughs> Once again, formed in Sydney, Australia. Australia.
1: Australia. Australia.
0: So hmm. Scottish-born brothers. So see, born in Scotland. Scotland. <laughs> Just like Colin Hay. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Uh, Malcolm and Angus Young started the group.
1: Des- which one Which one wears the shorts? Angus. Okay.
0: Uh, described as hard rock, blues rock, heavy metal, but the band calls it simply rock and roll, which I know you love to say that about music. Mm-hmm. Singer Bon Scott was the original uh, singer. He died of alcohol poisoning right as the album Highway to Hell came out. They replaced him with Brian Johnson and they came out in 1980 with Back in Black, which really broke them. That album, huge. And I know for some reason, you don't like them, which I still don't quite get. Oh, by the way, because <laughs> yes. here's, here's what I'm thinking. Back in Black, my, Back, yes. my cousin Dave, okay, who's maybe 10 years older than me. He's okay. my age. He, he um, played this for me once when we went to Aunt Bev's house. Okay. And it kind of scared me because I was a young kid and just all top 40 at the mm-hmm. time. I didn't appreciate it till later in life. <laughs> but thank you, Cousin Dave. Thank you, Dave. Ranked number 72 on the Rolling Stone list of 100 greatest artists of all time. Okay. Uh, uh, do I th- what, what are their hits? Uh, uh, <laughs> hits, uh, it's a long way to the top. TNT, Dirty Deeds, Highlights. Dirty Hell, Deeds. You Shook Me All Night Long, Back in Black, Thunderstruck, Money Talks, and OCBC takes our name as an homage
1: to, a- to ACDC a,
0: and we play their songs uh-huh. we love ACDC you can't go to a, a sporting event without hearing an ACDC song give it up ACDC yeah. number four let's bring it home
1: you want to know rock and roll you want to know rock and roll I want to know these rock
0: and roll.
1: brothers know well, bring it which brothers you heard it right here Ray and Dave Davies the Kinks You really got me? Before we get into Ray and Dave Davies, I used to say, who's my favorite? Not Dave Davies, but Dave Davis. Remember Dave Davis? Dave Davis, he would...
0: Pick his nose and wipe right. it under. Can the you desk. tell if
1: a, a great day, a, a great parenting moment in my life to Dave Davis Scott? Remember that moment?
0: Yes, uh, that moment when uh, little little Josh, uh, I believe he accidentally hit uh, Dave Davis in his uh, family jewels. Right, and he wanted uh, Dave wanted you to discipline
1: Josh, and he went. Eh. I, I mean, I made some judgment. I made the call, and I think that was the right move for Josh. All right, back, back to the Kinks. Okay, I the Kinks. Get, had to get back to the Dave Davies stories. All right, Come anyway. Dancing. So Ray and Dave Davies are the uh, youngest of eight siblings. They're the only two boys. Oh they have goodness. six sisters. Holy um, moly! Ray is seventy-seven. He's, by the way, he's. Sir Ray Davies. He's oh, a, he's excuse Davies. me. I'm and Dave sorry, is 74. Davies. Now, most people think Ray is the, um, kind of the de facto leader, he's songwriter. The he's the one, but Dave is the other guitar player. He is still, when they were art touring, it's still, it says so they're still a current band. They, like, all those years, they've had many players, but Ray and Dave have, Dave have been in the band. Now he plays guitar, has some, has some singing credits and some songwriting, but it's primarily been Ray Davies, but the kinks. Let's just talk about the Kinks for a second. Let's talk about the Kinks. So here's the thing about the Kinks: they are one one part of that British invasion. That, uh, all those years, right? With the Beatles, Rolling Stones. The okay. Who, yeah. Okay. Very unsung heroes in that there. They never had that one album, the Sergeant Pepper, the Tommy, or the Beggars Banquet. From the, all those that had these one albums that kind of put them over the top, the Kinks were just having those singles. And yes, they had number one singles in a, in a day. But they also what were they? You Really Got Me, Tired of Waiting. Van
0: Halen waiting. does a great cover of
1: that. Tired of Waiting for You, Sunny Afternoon. But they consistently played over the years. And in the 70s, they put out some good albums, which were really part of my, when I really got into them. In 79, they came out with um, Low Budget, which had um, Superman on it. You remember that song? Superman.
0: No, I know. Superman, Superman. by R.E.M.
1: Yeah. Then in, 80, in 81, which is probably my favorite Kinks album, was um, Give the People What They Want. Come dancing, come dancing. That was a single that came out in like early. But I know that's what you know. But there's was so much the more. MTV. I know. Here's the thing. But they never had that one album. The Kinks are just so good. Ray Davies, a genius, and they just kind of. It's just brotherly love. Oh, one of my favorite songs of all time is written by is, is by the Kings called "Better Days," which came oh. out in 1981. And just to let you know, that is going to be the last song on my death CD. I.
0: Well, I was going to say, I can't wait to hear that, but I (laughs) I don't
1: want to hear that. Have you
0: heard about my death CD, by the way? Totally get it. I would love to hear what's on it, but I don't want to hear what's on it.
1: Anyway, geniuses, rock and roll. Uh, You could take Van Halen, ACDC. They would probably tell you they learned rock and roll from the Kings. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. Absolutely. The Kings.
0: All right, Neil. Let's do a quick rapid fire. Um, if did you have any inconsiderations Yeah, this is, I this, this, this have is a where view. this
1: is where I might. Yeah, I got Lisa, Lisa's mad at me for this, by the way. Okay. Because I I told her what the thing was, and she said, "What? Okay, go ahead." Which is the Dawes, which is the Goldsmith Brothers, Taylor and and, and Griffin.
0: That's okay. from my,
1: one of our favorite. So the bands. Dawes,
0: right, for you?
1: And they are yeah, they are solid, and just I just couldn't fit them in. <laughs>
0: Okay, g- give me your yes or no on these. I've got... And I have a couple. I have one more. Okay, go ahead. How about the Avid Brothers?
1: Which I happen to love.
0: Heart Like a Kick Drum.
1: Sure. Okay, you may continue. Okay.
0: Though they sing that song, yes. right? <laughs> All right, Neil, here's what I want from you. Yay or nay? The Everly Brothers. Yay. Yeah, they're good. Hanson. Yay. Good band there. NXS. Yay. Good band too. Heart. No. No, nah, what's wrong with Heart? Oh my God. Uh, the Statler Brothers. Yes. Good band. The Osmonds. Yes. Down by the Lazy River, one of the best songs ever. The Carpenters. Yes. My first concert. The Jackson Five. Yes. The Cowsels. Okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I had no opinion about the Calsols.
0: <laughs> Neil, we're we're out of time. Oh. But uh, on our next. Do you have any more
1: stats about BGs about, about and?
0: Oh, <laughs> well, I got plenty if you want them. But listen, hey, we, we didn't get to climate change this oh week. Oh, my God. But we, listen, we, next week is our final episode of the We got a lot of wrap up. We got, we
1: got a lot of stuff to put in one podcast. I don't know how we're going to we do pro- it.
0: We promise we're going to get to climate change next week Whew. for our last episode, I hope so. right? All right. I
1: hope so. I hope so. All right.
0: Thank you for listening to the OC Bombers Podcast. Please spread the word on Amazon, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Spotify, and Stitcher. Leave us feedback and comments. Until next time,
1: so long. See you, Neil. Bye, Scotty.